Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? It's Bo here with another Star Wars TV talk. Mandalorian TV talk. It's Man- Mandalorian. This is the way that we do the, the Mandalorian TV talk. Hey, it's back. Mando is back. Not only is Mando back, Grief is back. The armor is back. IG-11 is back. Grogu's back. The Darksaber's back. Everybody's back. Everybody's back. Every- they're all back. Bo-Katan is here. Everybody's back. Not everybody. Most- this- not everybody's back. Some people are back. And this is the way that we do a kickoff to a season of Mandalorian. And so we begin things and we got this young kid. He's going through the ceremony of getting his helmet and all that kind of good stuff. And I wonder if this is supposed to do two things. One, parallel the fact that, you know, as a foundling, uh, the Mando, this is what he had to do. Din Djarin had to go through a very similar ceremony and, and kind of took this oath to put on this helmet and everything else. And of course, because of the events of last season, he's broken that oath and now has to go on this path of redemption. So, so there's that. But I also wonder if this moment is going to bookend the season so that by the end of this season, we could potentially see Grogu going through a very similar ritual where he has to go, you know, stand in the water and then get a little miniature cute Grogu Mando hel- helmet and then put that on. I think that would be amazing. I mean, I know that means we have to, it would cover one of the most marketable little faces that you, you know, they've got it everywhere. But at the same time, it's a natural progression of where his character is going. So I'm very curious to see how this all plays out. We get a chance to return to Navarro where we see that Grief Karga has really, I mean, he's really upped his game. He's got even, he's even got little droids that are going behind him holding his robe as he walks throughout the city. The IG-11 statue we learn is not just a statue, but actually contains actual parts from IG-11. It's the only droid that the Mandalorian really learned how to trust after kind of his traumatic experience as a child with the Clone Wars. And so if he's got to go and he's got to like go on this adventure on, you know, a fallen Mandalore, He's going to need somebody who can actually go there that cannot breathe or doesn't have to worry about the poisonous gases in the air. And thus, he needs a droid that he can trust, even if it means resurrecting this killing machine. Now, we're introduced in this episode to some pirates, and this was 
great. This one in particular pirate of the name of Vane, like really, really cool looking dude. All of these guys, like they've got the nice, like crazy alien faces, but they're also rocking some epic, like space pirate gear. You know, they got their swamp thing captain. I don't know what his deal is. I have a feeling he's going to come back into play big time later on. Pirates, I, you know, I, you don't know if you know this about me. I'm, a, I'm kind of a fan of pirates, pirate lore, pirate legends, and even kind of these uh, you know, unique reimaginings of all things pirates. Hondo Anaka, very much one of my favorite characters that was introduced in the series. And I think a more exploration of what does piracy look like in the Star Wars universe is a lot of fun. We've gotten that a little bit from kind of the smuggling angle with Han Solo. You know, Lando even calls him a pirate in the movies. But, but this is actually like more of kind of true piracy. This tension between what Navarro used to be with the pirates coming in being like, hey, we, we want to have a drink with you. We're going to do it in this bar. And he's like, no, this is a school now. You know, kind of this, we've, we've grown up. We're, we're, we're civilized now. We've got children here. We're, you know, yeah, no, look, if you want to talk to me, you can come to my office. We, we can do this. But it's not like it used to be. And at the same time, grief is also like, and by the way, if you want to go, we can go. I'm ready to throw down right here on the streets of my own town. So you do see that that kind of roughness that uh, kind of was in the midst of everything Navarro is still there even though they've really turned it into a working society a working civilization and a place where children can you know play and learn and, and all that kind of great stuff they're trying to stay outside of the new republic and really maintain their independence and I think we'll see more tension like that throughout the galaxy as you know with the, the the imperial remnants being out there trying to figure out what they are before they ultimately go and either go out into the outer outer regions or become the first order or we don't actually really know we don't know what's going to happen to the imperial remnant but then we also have this concept of mandalorian space that i don't think has actually ever been expressed before it makes sense we've got mandalore which of course is your main planet but the idea that there's like this system of planets or this kind of territory that is controlled by the mandalorians or at least at one point was controlled by the mandalorians makes sense with everything that we know about them. They're kind of these warriors, these conquerors. They're kind of the Targaryens, if you will, where they kind of go about and they take some stuff and they fight some people and they're like, this is ours now. This is the tension, of course, between them and the Jedi. You know, like that uh, they're going to go back way before any of these Star Wars movies, right? Like way, way back in the day, the Mandalorians and the Jedi and essentially the Republic through the Jedi all warred against each other and they all hated each other and they were all fighting each other. There was this religious crusade that was kind of existed, but there was also this territorial battle that was going on. And yet I don't think we've ever actually seen any other planets in quote unquote Mandalorian space other than Mandalore itself. Are these actually still considered Mandalorian space or is it just like that's what they consider it even though it's not that way anymore? It's almost like at one point they were like this large country but then after some stuff it got broken up into these other countries but then maybe one of them wants to show up and be like hey y'all are still part of our country and they're like no we're our own thing now and then that causes some tensions. Actually you know what maybe this is a really problematic narrative for the modern era. Yeah it'll be interesting to see how they they go with all that. Anyway, um, all that to say, we do get a chance to see this like little palace throne room kind of summer home type situation that Bo-Katan is chilling at. Uh, she's all depressed because, of course, she's not ruling anybody. She doesn't have the dark si saber. The dude that does have the dark saber is one of these like he's an apostate. He's trying to get back to his people and kind of get back to his culture and his faith and his religion, all that kind of stuff. And she's like, no, man, like we got this whole other thing. It's bigger than all that. But he doesn't see it like that. Actually, grief is also kind of offering him like, hey, stay here, be a sheriff, be a marshal. Like you could, you know, here you'd be celebrated. We'd see you as a champion. We wouldn't see you as an outcast. We wouldn't see you as an outsider. I think anybody that's been in some form or fashion exiled or rejected by their own people, like 
can understand the tension of being able to be in places where you're fully celebrated and fully known and fully embraced, but still having kind of the pain point of knowing that where you came from or your own kind has rejected you. That can be a painful thing. And I think the way they're exploring it with the series is going to be very, very fascinating. So I'm excited for a lot this season. I'm excited for the return of IG-11, a fantastic character that I really like the dynamic between him and Mando. You know, they mentioned that he needs to get like a, you know, some sort of new memory slot. I, I'm just going to throw it out here. My theory is given that some some of the things we've seen in the trailers and just the way that this series has like incorporated all of these little, little side elements from across the, like the Star Wars universe. Like they go so like they do the fan service thing, but then they they do w- weird things with fan service. Right. Like, for example, they they take the little dudes from the worst Star Wars movie and they like they make them kind of awesome and cute in this series, right? Like they're over here, you know, fixing up the droid and whatnot. They're they're great. Grogu's picking one up. It's it's awesome. And then you got, you know, uh Cobb Vance who's like going through the the freaking Dune Sea with like a piece of Anakin's pod racer. Like like that's crazy. That's crazy that they did that and that we all kind of love it. As opposed to being like, uh, you know, because you know how people get, like, I don't typically get this way, but I mean, a lot of people get, whenever they get the overly fan service type stuff, they just roll their eyes. We haven't rolled our eyes at any of this stuff. So this is my theory. I have a feeling that they are going to go to a little droid that couldn't get its motivation right, and they are going to whip out its memory core, and they're going to put it in IG-11. That's right. I think that R5 is going to become the new IG-11. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to be compatible, but I think those little Rise of Skywalker dudes are going to figure out a way to do it. That's my theory. So we'll see what ends up happening. But I'd love to hear your thoughts. Head over to Twitter. Use the hashtag Star Wars TV Talk. Use the hashtag Mandalorian TV Talk. Uh, let's, let's kind of get some theories going and figure out where this is uh, headed. This is the way, ladies and gentlemen. And the way is me saying that I'll be back in a flash. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Thank you.